Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Hey, whether you're watching from the Weekend Experience, watching with a watch party, or if you just randomly found this video, welcome. We're in a series called More Than Conquerors, where we're not just living victorious, but we're living in the more than, the bountiful life that Christ has given us. And I want to talk today about living to win, to live to that above and beyond just making it, just surviving, but really thriving with your year. This is a year of more than conquerors where we're stepping into the victorious life of Christ to take his kingdom, possess it, and then release it everywhere we go. But we believe that you can't release what you haven't received. You can't release what you don't possess, and you can't reveal what you haven't found yourself. And so we're stepping into being intentional with everything we do, everything we say, so that we get into God's presence, we get all that He is, and then we release it everywhere we go. What does that look like for you? You know, January is a big month where a lot of us are making decisions to stop things, to start things, you know, to make huge, you know, resolutions with our life. Man, if you find yourself in a cycle of making promises, making resolutions, and never seeming to fulfill them or go all the way. Maybe you find yourself a month into the year and you're always quitting, always going back on your word, or, or just plain just messing up. Maybe sometimes you just feel yourself failing. Hey, today's for you. I wanna talk about how to do things intentionally so that you can live to win with you know, failing not being an option. You have a call on your life. God has destined you for greatness. You know, you always hear the saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so this year, with the most important reason you're here on earth, let's plan to succeed and to do life on purpose. I wanna look at 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 24. And it's Paul writing to the Corinthian church and they're just asking questions of how do we do this right? They're having a lot of arguments come up and like, how do we do this life on purpose? And so he says in verse 24, he, talk, he says, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified from the prize. You see, Paul was talking about an eternal reward, an eternal prize, doing life on purpose for a vision. You know, a lot of times we live life for the visible. What's here, what's now, what's comfortable, what do we feel like in the moment? But Paul was talking about living through a lens of the future. Where do you want to head? Where do you want to be? Where's your goal? And then how do you accomplish that by training properly in order to do the things necessary in order to win? To live a life that is not just going by the seat of your pants and just floating by, but doing a life that's on purpose training day by day to get to your goal. Hey, I'm here at the Eagles Stadium, and we are here last year 
right after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I remember we were here with my son, Zion. He was having his birthday party, and he wanted to see the Eagles Stadium. That was it. He's a huge fan, and we got one of the greatest tour guides ever. Corey, if you're watching, you rock, man. I remember Zion wanted to see the Eagles Stadium. I mean, this was the Super Bowl champs, the ones who won it all. And uh, my mind goes back to the day where all the Philadelphians in Philadelphia were holding their breath. The moment in the game where Carson Wentz went down hard and we were waiting on what was gonna happen next. And I remember getting the news that Carson was out and Nick Foles was gonna start the rest of the year. And it was almost like we were all looking at each other like, is this gonna work? And the commentators, would t it, was, it was terrible. The news was awful. The Eagles had no chance. If you watch the news or listen to what was going on, it was not sounding good for the Eagles. You know, sometimes we live our life and pursue our dreams listening to the wrong commentary. You know, sometimes people will say different things or your past will even start to speak up into your future and talk about what you used to be or the problems that you used to have or the struggles that you used to have. And so sometimes it speaks into your future and messes you up and gets inside your brain. If you wanna succeed in life, there's a lot of voices you have to shut out. There's a lot of things you have to put aside in order to accomplish what you wanna accomplish. And sometimes we let our past speak into our future and it paralyzes us. Sometimes we've made mistakes or had relationships that haven't worked, or we've tried to get out of that addiction, but then we get right back into it because of whatever happens in stress and life and things that happen. Man, it's by being intentional with the word that God has spoken over you. We believe that God's words have purpose on them. And when he speaks a word over you, when he speaks something into your spirit and you feel it from the depths of who you are, that word has a purpose. There's a story in history of Hernando Cortez where he sailed to Mexico in 1519 with 11 ships and 553 soldiers. Now, he wanted to conquer this new land, but the problem was there was two other excursions that had been en route and had not even conquered anything. And Hernando Cortez is known for this statement that he made when they landed in Mexico. He told his crew to burn the ships. And as the crew watched their ships burn, it was obvious to them that retreat was no longer an option. There was no plan B. Cortez went on to conquer most of the South American continent because he was determined to be victorious. And there are some boats, some ships that are holding you back. Nine times out of 10, failure comes down to resorting to plan B when plan A seems too risky. And so sometimes we resort to what we already know, what we've always been a part of, what we've always done in the past. And there's some boats that today you need to burn. There's some ships, there's some escape routes that you need to absolutely conquer. Now the Holy Spirit is amazing because he's the one who points out those barriers, those things that hold us back from being ignited in our calling, ignited in our passion that God puts inside of us from the beginning of time. And when things get in the way, he points those things out, those ships that we need to burn. Number one is the boat of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is toxic. When we hold on to unforgiveness, it's a prison. 
and it keeps us back from really experiencing life to its fullest and really experiencing what we're supposed to be experiencing in God. You know, God calls us to release the kingdom and everything that's in the kingdom, we release here on earth. And when we step outside of that, when we hold things like unforgiveness, it's like planting an apple tree seed, right? And waiting for oranges to grow. It just doesn't make sense. And unforgiveness holds us back. So the match that takes care of unforgiveness is love. Man, it's loving those that have hurt us. It's loving like we've never been hurt. It's taking the match of love and absolutely loving through the pain. One of the greatest ways to deal with unforgiveness is to start praying for those that hurt you. I know it sounds hard and I know it sounds super like doesn't make sense, but it's in those times where we ask God, hey God, give me your heart for this person. We find out that God not only wants us to pray over them, but God wants us to pray good things over them. God wants to pray blessing over our enemies, over people that maybe curse us or, or come against us or say different things. But God wants us to absolutely pour out love and have that unforgiveness become forgiveness. When we step into forgiveness, we step into the freedom in Christ, the true freedom, where we know how to love without restraint, where we know how to enjoy a life of peace and understanding who the Father is. When you step into forgiveness, you step into kingdom living. The second boat I wanna talk about is the boat of sin. And sin is so easily entangling. It's the things that trip us up, keep us back from experiencing God in a real way. That's the only thing that separates us from God is sin. And when we let those things come in and creep in, we taint our calling. We dirty up all the things that God has made holy and clean. And so that's one of the things that, man, as you step into this new year, there might be some things that you're trying to walk away from, but maybe that boat of escape is just that allowing that temptation to be near you. Think about it like this. When you are stepping away from something, let's say you're getting out of an addiction or you wanna stop smoking or drinking or whatever it is, you wanna get out of it. Not putting boundaries around that thing, not putting boundaries around that area where you don't wanna go back into, it's like lighting a fire in the middle of a forest, you know, without any pit or structure to hold the fire in contained and hoping the fire doesn't spread throughout the woods. It's foolishness. You have to set boundaries and set a course and the match to light that boat up is to set boundaries, to set areas that you, know, you can't go to, to set areas to be a safeguard for you, to stay on course for what God has for you. The last boat I wanna talk about is the boat of doubt and fear. This holds a lot of people back from experiencing new things, from trying and stepping out and experiencing the great things that we're supposed to be accomplishing. But man, sometimes our past failures, the things that we've done and been through and people that have been in our lives or maybe have we felt abandoned or neglected, man, that fear creeps in and paralyzes us. You know, the Bible talks about how it didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power. And you know, when you realize that courage and boldness isn't the absence of fear, it's just doing what's right and stepping out in the face of fear doing what needs to be done even when it's hard. And I think about sitting here in the Eagles locker room, you know, all these guys who train and do what's, what's right, even in the midst of the hard things, even in the midst of the voices that come in saying, no, there's no plan B, there's only plan A. When the Eagles were going into the Super Bowl, there was some video of them all huddled up and they're like, you know, 
A lot of people are gonna say, we're coming to the Super Bowl, we're going to the Super Bowl. So we're not just going to the Super Bowl, we're going to win. And man, what if God gave you that tenacity for this year? To say, I'm not just living this year just as another year. I'm not just showing up, but man, I'm showing up to win. Because the Bible says in John 8, 36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Man, I'm not just believing for a life that's good this year. I'm believing not just for a life of victory. I'm believing living in the victorious where I'm so set free that I'm setting others free. That my freedom causes others to be set up to where they are coming alive to their purpose in God. And man, I'm believing for you this year that God sets you free and helps you burn the ships to take the match, man, and light those things ablaze. There's some things you need to burn so that your purpose and passion can burn. There's some things you need to light on fire so that your calling can light on fire. There's some things you need to walk away from because there's some things you need to walk towards. sudden you start realizing what's in your hands when God sets you free he not only sets you free but he sets you free to dream and to work in the things that he has for you you start realizing you have keys to unlock the doors for the others who are in prison and are trapped but so many times we go back to the boat of escape The matches that we need to use set us free. Because you see, when you light a fire, I probably shouldn't light this in here, but I really want to. But I probably won't. I'll, I'll, I'll use restraint. Thank you, sir. When we light the boat on fire, Right, so Hernando Cortez, when they landed on the thing, the thing that I didn't mention was they had 553 soldiers, but they were landing in a land of five million. They're a little outnumbered, just a tiny bit. Sometimes our dreams look so overwhelming and we look like we're outnumbered. We look like there's no hope. We look like there's no chance. But the thing is, when you realize who's with you, who's for you, the Bible says that if God is for us, who can be against us, right? When you realize that His presence is with you, all of a sudden, it's not you doing the fighting. It's God's presence going before you, preparing a way. It's like we talked about last week, when we show up to the appointment with the King, and we have our appointment in the morning, and we just say, God, I wanna meet you. He's the one who prepares the meal, not you. You just come and partake of what He has. You read His Word till He speaks to you. You get in His presence, and He invests in you so that you can pour out. But your job's not until after the appointment of the king. He's investing in you. So many times we treat this life like we're fighting, we're struggling, we're just making it through, man. Just, you know, fighting the devil every day. It's like, what you, he's been beaten for thousands of years. He's not alive and well. He knows his future. 
and he's trying to deceive, he's trying to lie. So that's why we light up. I'm gonna light it up, man. I just, I have. So, you know, sometimes when that happens, God gives you another match. He gives you a whole plethora of matches to use. Because you see, in our in our match, isn't this cool? This is a stormproof match set. This is beyond cool. And I found it in the camping section. I was like, this is legit. I want five of these around my house. But the thing is, like when God sets you free, he gives you these matches to use. And sometimes we have to use them daily. I'm glad that broke because sometimes, you know, you'll try it one day and be like, oh, what a fail. I got back in the boat. I didn't light it up. I, I went back in. I escaped back to that unforgiveness. I held that bitterness. I went back to that sin. Temptation creeped in and man, I, I messed up, I failed. And so we go back to the match that we're like, all right, God, give us another match, match of love. God, teach me how to pray for my enemies. Teach me how to love those who hurt me. Because how many know it's so hard to love those who hurt you? It's so hard because we're human. But when we dive and say, God, give me your heart, we light, thank you, Jesus. We light it up and no smoke alarms in here. Wow, this thing is letting off, woo! It's a storm proof, so it's gonna light until it's done. Oh dear Lord, help the sprinklers not to go off on us. More, <laughs> give us more God. When you light up your boat of escape, there's only plan A. And God's plan for you is that you have victory in Him. It's that you walk in freedom. That you don't settle for saying, oh God, I'm gonna go for you now, but oh, it's Thursday. God, it's Friday. I can't be victorious on Friday. God, just help me to get through to Sunday. Help me to get through and survive. God doesn't want you to live there. He wants to live you in so much freedom that the overflow of your life is to set others free. It's the overflow. It's like, oh yeah, I used to be in that boat of sin. I used to be there, but God set me free. And here's how you do it. Burn the ships. Burn the ships. Set boundaries around those things that you can't go back into as a child of king. You just can't. Why? You're set apart. God sets you up as holy. He sets you up as carrier of his kingdom. He sets you up as carrier of his glory. In order to carry the anointing of God, there are some places you can't go. Some things you can't partake in. Well, everybody else, you're not everybody else. Let me talk to you like I talk to my kids, okay? You're not everybody else. You're set apart. You're marked by the king. He stamped his approval on your forehead. Everywhere you go, you have the authority, the seal of the king. So everything you say, now the kingdom is in align with when we walk in that freedom. As the Bible says, when we are, when the sun sets us free, we are truly free. Free indeed. Not just free, but free absolute. It's huge. And unforgiveness, let me talk to this just for a second, because there are some of you that, that you said, I forgive, but you're not acting in forgiveness. And that's the, that's the burning of the ship, let me just tell you. It's not saying, I forgive you. Having those conversations, even with that person, maybe you've called and be like, hey, I forgive you, bro. I forgive you, girl. Like, I know you didn't, you know, but I, I forgive you. Maybe you have that conversation, but then you get right off the phone and right as you hear that they succeed, or right as you see something about them, bitterness starts to creep back in. You're like, oh, God, but do you know what they did? They do not deserve that. And all of a sudden the hurt, the unforgiveness starts to trap you and imprison you. You know what you start to do? You start to pray, God bless them. And believe me, it's gonna feel fake at first. It's gonna feel so ingenuine. <laughs> You're gonna be like, God, I don't mean this at all. I forgive them. God, heal them. 
In fact, not only bless them, but pour favor on everything they do. Ooh, that's hard. So hard. But what is it doing? Burning the ships. Saying, I'm not going back. I'm not going back, and I'm making sure. I burn the way of escape. I'm not settling for being set free, then going back. Being set free, then trapped. Being set free, then going back to unforgiveness. Then having to be set free to forgive. No, 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 no. God, I'm burning the ship so that I walk in freedom. I walk in freedom. So we start praying prayers that align with the Father's heart. And here's what will happen. As you start to pray those prayers, as you start to ask God, hey God, make me align with who you are. Make me align with how you feel about the person. He does it. Isn't that amazing? He does it. In his presence, he'll transform your heart and you'll start to love again. You'll start to be able to love because unforgiveness will hurt your relationships that you have currently. It won't only affect the relationships of those who hurt you, it'll, it'll affect those who love you. So it's time to burn the ships. Some of us have doubt and fear. We fear failure. We feel fear getting out of the boat altogether because of past failures or past things that have happened, past people that have been in our lives that have spoken such negativity over us that we believed it. In fact, now it's become our voice over ourselves. When we look ourselves in the mirror, all we can hear is those words. The way to burn that shit is to not put our faith in the outcome, but put our faith in the one who controls the outcome. So many times we get so caught up in the outcome. Well, God didn't show up. Well, maybe he did in a way that you didn't plan, right? Well, I, I prayed for this. I believed for this. Well, maybe God was working in another way. You can't have faith in the outcome. You got to have faith in the one who provides the outcome. The outcome might not align with our plans, but guess what? God's ways are higher. God's thoughts are higher. That's easier said than done, I know. Because when life happens, we were just having a conversation about this the other day. When things happen that we don't understand, we, you know, sometimes we get asked, God, why? Why? And it's not bad to ask those questions. But when you start to rely on the outcome, so I say, God, well, I didn't see you show up here. And I didn't see the outcome of that prayer. And I didn't see this happen. You start to base your faith on something that's not steadfast. Something that's not worthy of your trust. You start basing it on what should be instead of basing it on the one who is above all, who controls the outcome and who has, who is sovereign. Our God is sovereign and he knows all and sees all. And some things we'll have to get to heaven to understand them. To get before him and say, God, okay, you're gonna have to explain this one. I don't understand why that happened. But when you put your trust in him, you say, God, no matter what, I trust you. No matter what, my faith is in you because you are faithful. You're faithful. All of a sudden, you burn the ship. You burn the ship. You burn the ship. And today, the key today. That paddle. Like John. Today is your day. I truly believe that God wants to help you escape those things that trap you so that you can walk in the freedom because you can't set others free unless yourself are truly free. Unless you yourself have experienced true freedom. And man, it's so true. There's some things you have to burn because God wants to burn your passion and calling. There's some things you have to walk away from because there's some things that God wants to walk towards. And you know what repentance is? True repentance, when we ask God to be the Lord and Savior of our life, and when we come before him, we say, God, you're king, you're Lord. 
God sets us free to repent. Now the word repentance is literally to turn and do the opposite, right? So when we live for ourselves, when we live for these boats of escape, you know, we're living for flesh, right? We're trying, we're trying, and when it doesn't succeed, we, we turn and say, where's that boat? Where's that boat? And, and when it's too hard, when things just seem too out of hand, we get back in the boat. But when we come to the King and make Him Lord and Savior of our life, we turn from going after the things of the flesh, and now we go towards the king, things of the King. We make Him priority. We make everything in His purposes, everything in His plans, our number one priority. We make every person now a priority. Why? The King has them as priority. So now we have them as priority. And all of a sudden, the things that used to trap us, so we turn from unforgiveness, but not just to turn from it to say, oh, we can't be like that. We turn to forgive. And when we do that, we come alive in that forgiveness. We come alive in that freedom where now we teach others how to be set free in that. And today, I don't know what ships you need to burn, but today, I invite you to burn them up, light them up. It's time to be free. It's time to be free. And this year is all about being intentional, about making sure there's a way for God to come and to stay. Because where He is, the things of the kingdom work properly. And so we want Him to be in our lives. And today, my friends, I just want to invite you to come burn the ships. We're just going to create this space right here just to be a little altar area. If you need to come burn the ships, come join me, okay? We're just going to light them up. We're going to light them up today. There's some ships in your life that you need to walk away from and not just walk away just for today, but to make a declaration over a year that you're not going back. There's some mindsets you can't go back to. There's some things you need to lay down and leave there, right? There's some things that you need to walk away from and burn the ships. If that's you, come join me. Let's burn some ships today. Man, there's some sin that's been creeping up. There's some unforgiveness that's been creeping in. Today, there's no room for that. We're walking away. We're walking away. Awesome. Can you just, come on, make some noise for these. That's awesome. See, see, I believe that when you experience that freedom, you can't go back. You can't go back. And these are the things that are intentional, right? I wish I could give each one of you this just to remind you that there are so many matches that God wants to give you to light it up. And you know what happens when God lights a fire? Uh, the Bible talks about God's fire being like a refining fire that gold goes into to purify. I don't know if you know this, but like back in the day, they used to put gold and all up. And in that fire, it would refine it. All the impurities would leave and all the amazing pure gold would come to the surface. When God lights you up, all the impurities have to leave. When you burn the ships of escape, all those things have to be done. And all of the great things of God that he placed inside of you now come to the surface. And we're all like, whoa, pure gold, look at you. Look at how God has blessed you. And all you're doing is getting refined by God's fire. So today, if I could have some of you come and, and pray with these, I'm just gonna pray. I want you to make this your, your prayer that God, you'd help me light the boat on fire, the boat of escape. Whatever your boat is, and maybe I didn't even mention it today, Maybe it's a boat that you know you can't go back to in 2019. This is your year. This is your year of freedom. This is your year to truly experience the kingdom of God. And maybe you haven't experienced that yet. Maybe you have. Maybe you remember it in the past, but God wants to reignite it this year and make you come alive beyond what you've ever come alive in. 
So we're just going to pray. We just lift your hands. We're just in a posture of surrender. Jesus, we just make you Lord of this moment. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for speaking to us. We thank you for your sweet voice that just whispers over us. And right now, we just surrender those things. We just surrender those things. We just surrender those things, God, that hold us back from running in your promises, from running with who you are. Jesus, we surrender that right now. We surrender that. And now, can you just use those matches? Whatever it is, if you need to start praying for those who hurt you, start using that match right now. Hey, God, give me your heart for them. Right now, I just strike that match. I'm lighting that ship on fire. If you, if you have sin in your life, just pray, God, forgive me of this sin and help me to set boundaries. Right now, if you could start praying for those things. God, what do you want me to set in place so that I don't return to that boat, so I don't escape your purpose, I don't escape the life that you've designed me for? Man, if you got fear and doubt, start right now. God, help me to put my faith in you. Help me to put my faith in the faithful one, in the one who never fails me, the one who's always there for me. God, right now, we burn the ship. We burn the ship. God, light us on fire in that burning, God. Take away the things that are impure. Make a highway for the glory of the Lord to be revealed here. God, we know you're gonna do a mighty work here in Philadelphia. We know you're gonna do a mighty work in our families. We know you're gonna do a mighty work in our schools and our workplaces. Everywhere foot shall tread is ours in the name of Jesus. But God, right now we pray that you would clear a path so the King could come and dwell with us. So we'd make a preparations for the guest of honor to be seated at the head of the table. That you run the meeting. You run our lives. God, right now we just burn the ships. We're not going back. We're not going back. No plan B. No going back to the things that entangle us, God. We're truly set free in you. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Right? He's just breaking addictions. Thank you, Jesus. Breaking those things that have been holding on for years. Right now, I just feel like God is just breaking mindsets. Man, if you got if you got a, one of those those voices that just keeps speaking death over you, would you just put your hands on your head right now? I'm just believing that right now, Holy Spirit, you are just breaking those mindsets, breaking those those mindsets that are are hurting the identity of Christ. And right now, I just speak. You're a child of the King. You're a great one. You're the one that is purposed and promised to run in the things of the kingdom. So right now, we just come against those things. I take those things captive, and now we take things captive of the kingdom, the joy and the identity of Christ. We just take those things into captivity, into our minds. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes. Nothing can stand against what 
Can you just accept that forgiveness? Can you accept that freedom in him? And just lift both hands and just praise the King of Kings for this freedom that you're about to walk in. Man, you're walking away from those boats, but you're not just walking away from boats. You're walking towards God's purpose for your life. You're going to come alive in the things of God. Come alive in the things of the kingdom because you're walking away from the things that hold you back. And now we turn to you, King Jesus. We turn to you and put you king of our lives, king of our lives, king of our thoughts, king of the things that we think and feel and and go about God, things that we venture into. We make you king and Lord over all. We trust you, Jesus. We thank you for the freedom that we experience in you, the freedom to set others free. We love you, God. We love you, God. Right now, just seal this moment. We thank you so much that your matches are storm proof, that no, nothing, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that those who are the sun sets free are free indeed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, can you just give him some praise right now? Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. We praise you, Father. I'm excited for your, your uh, future here. This is going to be a good year for you. Man, burning them ships. Let me just give you a little bit of um, just direction for this week too. Because tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and those ships are going to be there again. And you're going to have to burn them again. Okay? And every day, pull out that match of love. Nope, not going back there. Not going back there. Feel that bitterness coming on? Nope. Lighten that ship ablaze. Got to just pray for blessing over them. Feel that sin creep, that temptation creeping in? Nope. Calling that person. Hey, I need to talk to you. I'm going through some hard things right now. I'm feeling like going back. Let him speak some truth into you, right? Some doubt, fear. Open up the word of God. Get his truth in you. Light that match up. Your faith is not in the outcome. It's in the one who controls the outcome. And in him, we trust. God, we love you so much. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.